Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Again, I invite you to make your way to my Facebook page. On there, you will find a letter on justice and openness. It's a, a rebuke against this cancel culture. And it's written by maybe some folks you wouldn't expect. <clears throat> These are Ivy League professors and columnists and authors a group of hundreds of individuals uh, typically associated with left-leading attitudes. And they are together calling on an atmosphere of more openness and discussion and debate and freedom to express your views without the fear of immediate and dramatic retribution. I, I, have a read. At the Lee Lonsberry Facebook page, you'll see the live mic logo up in the corner. Right now, I am so looking forward to this conversation uh, with a colleague of mine, uh, Becky Bruce, who joins me on the line now. She is the host of the podcast Hope in Darkness, the Josh Holt story. And uh, she joins me now on the occasion of the release of Episode 8. Becky, how are you? I'm great, Lee. Good to hear your voice. Thank you so much. Listen, I, I got an email the other day, uh, and at the very bottom of that email, there is a photograph. And it, uh, it's difficult to see. You can't see any faces. You just see that there is a, a, a woman holding a child in her arms in a, a seemingly very tender embrace. What's the backstory behind that photo? Yeah, um, episode eight is basically the backstory of that photo, which we have posted at kslnewsradio.com right now. So if you're not understanding what in the world we're talking about, you can go check it out right there right now. Um, you're looking at Lori Holt, the mother of Josh Holt, who was a Utah man who spent nearly two years in a Venezuelan prison, meeting her granddaughter, Natalia, for the very first time. Um, and what hasn't been reported before is just how difficult it was to get from Josh and Tammy's arrest in Venezuela in June of 2016 to the moment that photo was taken almost two years later. So almost the entire time that Josh was in prison, his lawyer and his family were fighting to try and get his wife's family free and safely to the United States. They were so concerned about conditions in Venezuela that they thought, you know, we can't wait until we're out of prison to make this happen. We've got to get these girls out now. In one of your first conversations as you prepared this podcast, you asked Josh how it felt to know that he was going to Venezuela, not only to get married, but also to become the stepfather to these uh, two young girls. I have here uh, his response. I get there and now I'm thinking, okay, these are now going to be my stepdaughters. And I've got to make a relationship with them. And I am just this new return missionary from the Church of Jesus Christ that is now getting married to this person from a different country that has two kids. And I would talked to them over the phone and seen them in videos. And they were super, super cute. They'd always said super cute things. But now this was real. This was, they're right here in front of me. And now I had to talk. And... I just didn't know what to do. I didn't know how to talk to him. I didn't know how to be a dad. 
Now, Becky, there was some strategy once uh, Josh and his wife were, were imprisoned. There was some strategy uh, and some great lengths gone through to, uh, to, to get the daughters out of the country. Talk to me about that a bit. Yeah, um, you know, and, and part of this comes from our own understanding of how the justice system works. Um, I'm not going to sit here and try and tell you that the American justice system is 100% fair all of the time, but most of us have certain expectations about what justice looks like here. You have a right to a fair trial. You have a right to a speedy trial. You have a right to see your attorney, things like that. All of those things are kind of up in the air if you're in the Venezuelan justice system, and that extends to their children's justice system just as well. So when Josh and Tammy Holt were arrested, um, her children, two daughters, ages four and seven at the time, went to stay with her mother. And for months, they fought using every means they possibly could through the legal channels to try and get the necessary paperwork to get the two little girls sent to the United States. And the idea was they would stay with Josh's parents because conditions here were much safer for them than conditions in Venezuela at the time. But they could never get it to happen. Either the judge wouldn't show or the date for the court was delayed or the judge said, you know, we need Tammy to sign this and she's in prison and we're not going to, you know, send anything over to her in prison. She's got to come to court. Well, you can't come to court if you're in prison. That's not how that works. Eventually, they figure out that the only way around it is to work kind of within the corruption that exists in Venezuela. So what happens is, after nearly two years of this process, Joshua's family pays what amounts to an $800 bribe to a judge who admittedly was probably starving, right, um, in order to get the paperwork they needed to get Natalia to the United States. Absolutely amazing. Absolutely amazing. As you tell that story, I, you know, I'm a, I'm a relatively new dad myself, and I, I kind of see these stories uh, in a different light now, and I understand the gravity and the importance of them, and what it means, and what a trial it must be for uh, both parents and step parents, uh, and step grandparents in this case, who are working to bring about the safety of these two young girls. You said seven and four years old. L- let me ask you, without spoiling anything, uh, w- what's the status of these girls today? They're doing really, really well. They're um, adjusting to life here in the United States. Their English is improving all the time. In fact, the younger of the two girls barely remembers Spanish at this point, which is pretty impressive because she's only been here a couple of years now. But, yeah, they're doing great, and they have a new baby sister. Oh, wow, very nice. How old's the baby? Um, She's about 11 months, I think. Her name is Oakley. Um, I've gotten to meet her. She's adorable. The older girls are adorable, too. So um, the family is doing great. But, yeah, the the podcast is a unique opportunity for us to shine a light on kind of a broken and corrupt system and hopefully make some change. And Episode 8, available now wherever you get your podcasts. It is the story of how these two young girls were able to make their way from Venezuela to the United States while their parents were imprisoned uh, for two years in a Venezuelan prison. The Josh Holt story uh, called Hope and Darkness. Your host, Becky Bruce, joining me. Thank you so much for your work on this, Becky. It's remarkable. You ought to be proud of yourself. Thanks, Lee. I hope it, I hope it makes some difference.